this is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio. This is Kerry Earnhardt, and you're listening to Earnhardt Outdoors, where the pavement ends and the dirt road begins. Well, everyone, thanks for tuning in to Earnhardt Outdoors. I'm your host, Kerry Earnhardt, coming to you from the Exalta Studio, and alongside me is an outdoor enthusiast and a former NASCAR driver like myself, Hank Parker Jr. Hello, Kerry. Good to see you, man. It's, it's good to be back. We've had some... We've had some fun things happen between the last time we were here. Yeah. We went bow fishing together. Yeah. And guess what? We missed. <laughs> we missed. You, I miss a you lot more than you. You're a pretty good shot. I tell you, we shoot the little ones, but the big ones. I mean, we pay, we missed like five or six big ones. No one, out of four of us, no one hit them. Buck fever. That's all I can I'm say. Buck you. fever. And then we had a volleyball game. Our daughters you know, go yeah. to the same school and play on the same volleyball game and had a lot of fun with that. And then... Yeah. Uh, it was and like want, you had more fun dove hunting than yeah, I did. That's what I want to say. I want to say um, congratulations to everyone who's listening. Hunting season is here. It's here. It's yeah. begun. I feel so much better. I can breathe much deeper, and uh, it feels nice. So we've got a little cool air going, and it feels good. And, you know, we're, gonna, we're, all, we're all pumped up. It's, it's hunting season. We're excited. It is. And we're excited, and it feels good, but. Last show we did together, we talked about some controversial things. We talked about uh, safari hunts. Yep. We talked about photos. We talked about backlash. And all of this is growing and is driven by the increase of social media. And um, and as that drives our society, and you know, especially with our kids as we see that, how much social media is influencing the information that's at our fingertips and the the need to be liked or disliked or whatever uh may be the case on on our social media handles is it's a big deal and uh one of the um uh it has repercussions positive and negative and and a good example of that is right now under armor is in the middle of an uproar on social media between both hunters and animal rights activists here we go again yes yeah, this time they recently dropped. Yeah, you know, one of its sponsors with uh, Sarah Bowman, and mm-hmm. uh, she's a big avid hunter with her and her husband both, and they are both huge athletes. Also, um, they own a gym that you know mm-hmm. they have all these Under Armour outfit they wear and all this stuff. So um, it's getting interesting. How about this? It's all coming out in this coming up hunting season. Yeah, it's all at the same time. Yeah, yeah. So that just shows you how social media is working. It, it it drives a lot of what we do. See, it just seems to be different. You know, last last time we were together, we kind of broke this thing down. We talked about, you know, th- three things. We talked about people's likes, people's dislikes. We talked about human life, the sanctity of human life. We talked about some, you know, different viewpoints and legalities and, and having informed conversations. And so kind of, uh, I read an article about uh, Sarah and her husband, Josh, and, and Under Armour, and I kind of wanted to, you know, it, it was a news outlet, um, just a, a, you know, a mainstream news outlet, yep. uh, read their article, and just kind of wanted to break down a little bit of what, what people are saying. I mean, what are we reading, and how do we interpret what we read, and how do we articulate a conversation? Because you can be so easily influenced by what what you see hear and read right yeah you can and you know for the ones that don't know with this topic under armor dropped their sponsor with sarah bowman because her she posted a video showing mm-hmm. her husband killing this huge black bear with a spear mm-hmm. and this guy i mean he he's a huge 
triathlon into uh, javelin javelin throwing, throwing yeah. and you know he's he's really good at this stuff and he was confident in his efforts mm-hmm. in trying to take a black bear with a spear have you ever killed anything with a spear i have not but i have killed him with bows i have a Which really hard time hitting him with a shotgun so <laughs> <laughs> but but you know the yeah very the similar good analogies similar i mean yes they, it is you shoot them they run off on adrenaline and you know you hear all the thrashing and everything just like anything with the gun same mm-hmm. way they do die mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and sometimes you have to leave them laying overnight mm-hmm. and go back and buy them next morning just keep from bumping them if you don't think it's a good comfortable shot but in this situation i think a lot of this is some of the way they posted the videos mm-hmm. may have been a little more to uh, what people graphic than yeah. what people want to see mm-hmm. but that was their choice to view it you know mm-hmm. and you know the way i look at things if if you're not forward hunting or anything or anything like that, don't look at the video. <laughs> yeah, that, I that, mean, that just brought it down kind of simple. I think, I think though, you're going to have people who, you know, I, I want to get to that. But, but the question that comes, as I read the article, what, what I saw was this. There was a lot of discussion in a way that, that pointed out particular items like this bear really struggled. This, this bear right. was mutilated. This bear... Uh, you know, and so you have to ask yourself a couple of questions. Who's writing this? Right, exactly. Where's their stance? Is their selection of adjectives the same as I would choose if I saw the video? Right. So if I can see the video, can I be more informed? Can, can I kind of see this? Is it, was it legal? Yeah? Yeah. It was legal. It was legal. Um, you know, so you hit right off the first thing that, you know, came to my mind when I read this because it went through not only are people calling Under Armour and which uh, to to back off their their marketing and and involvement in the hunting industry, yep. they're asking them to step back uh, from this type of hunting. But they're not. They're saying, okay, unethical uh, spear hunting or baiting, baiting or yeah. th- so the list grows. And and my question is, is where's the limit? What, what do you think? What, where's the limit? Where's it going to stop? I think Under Armour has to take a stand itself, and you know whether it affects the hunters or it affects the athletes or it affects you know just your everyday sportswear attire people wear they got to take a stand it looks like unfortunately they've taken it against the hunting side Mm -hmm. because they have so many other avenues that they can you know that they're known in Mm -hmm. with you know exercising and working out and all this stuff um it's like you said i haven't seen the video you know i read where it showed them you know trailing blood and glorifying over the blood trail and all this stuff but that's that's what we do yeah, you absolutely. Know, it's part of it. Yeah, you know, we we follow this blood trail, and it's like getting exciting because it's getting you know, you're going to get, get your thicker, game. more gain, you know, more yeah. blood, and everything. You know, you get closer. So, if that's what they had posted and showed all that, then that's part of what we do and how we do as hunters. Yeah, tracking the tracking the game. You 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 brought it down. We're not hunting to catch them. No, we're we're going to kill them and eat them. Eat them. Yeah. Uh, and, and you make a point of the bow and arrow, and, and there's a lot of similarity. Listen, again, we, you know, last time we talked, uh, safari hunts. I've never been on a safari hunt. It's not it's not on my bucket list, right. really. Uh, spear hunting. Uh, I, ma- I made a joke about not being able to hit. I don't really I don't really care to do that. No. But also, I also, I drive a pickup truck, and I don't care to drive a, a car. Exactly. Now, should everybody in the world drive a pickup truck? I mean, so so where so the question is 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 you know bow hunting is a lot like spear hunting, and, and I've heard some of the same arguments for bow hunting. You have, and you about come to the conclusion it don't matter what you do, you're gonna have controversy. Yeah. Whether it's you know you see these kids out here getting hurt playing football, and you know everybody's 
going against the concussions and kids playing football and blah 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 and all this stuff but as a hunter this affects me pretty hard because this is what i enjoy and this is what i love to do and, and my family loves doing it my kids really enjoy hunting but i it's, think it goes i think it goes i think it's more objective than that it doesn't have to be that subjective you, you could i mean because one could argue well growing moonshine is what my family loves to do and it's illegal but by golly i've done it all my life and i enjoy it and i'm going to do it well, that's against the law. This right. it, this isn't right. this isn't wrong. This so we don't have to make excuses either. Which you're right. I mean, this is what I've done. This has been a heritage that's been passed down. It's something your dad enjoyed yep. and his dad enjoyed, and and on and on and on. But at the same time, too, not only is that on our side, it's legal. It's not right. We're not. We don't have to make an apology to say that this this is wrong because it's not. It's not. I mean, I don't. I don't. I you know, I follow the guidelines and. You know, I support all the outdoor, just everything outdoors. If, if it's, you know, helping out with these, um, say, the NWTF or Delta Waterfowl or anything, I, I try to support as much as I can, and, mm-hmm. you know, because they are, they, they're helping Advocate. our, yeah. our you know, environment and, you know, Delta Waterfowl fights for our rights to hunt on, you know, public waters land with different areas where, you know, we have situations that's happened that mm-hmm. these people's come in and they fought on our side and, mm-hmm. and that's why we're still able to hunt it's one of those things where because of social media because this is out here you kind of you're you're right you're yes. gonna make you're danged if you do and you're danged if you don't you're gonna make someone mad and w- which brings me to the kind of the second thing i thought about one like this we've, we've got to police ourselves better that's what i've been thinking us as hunters we enjoy posting and, and showing videos and pictures of things that we have done but maybe we ought to start thinking of how we post this stuff, mm-hmm. what to post and what not mm-hmm. to post. Mm-hmm. You know, if you post just a picture of you with the spear and the animal, not necessarily all the video of tracking it and everything, then th- that probably wouldn't have been as much backlash. Mm-hmm. I hate it with Under Armour because, you know, they are taking a hit. It's probably not enough to really affect them a whole lot, but they it's going to be a hit to them. Mm-hmm. Well, you've got guys that are burning – under Armour camo yeah. uh, garments on social media. And you got to think about this. We live in this world of information at your fingertips. And, you know, it's, it's going to be difficult waters to navigate as dads. You know, you think about the stupid stuff we did when we were kids mm-hmm. and things that you learn from. And some of these things, these kids are in a place where, you know, they, they you know, they, they take a picture and it's there for, forever. forever. And so you've got to really educate. And not only we got to educate this younger generation, but we got to be smart enough to see this ourselves. Yep. And, and we can't glorify things. And we've got to always be respectful of the game. We've always got to be respectful of our privilege and right to hunt. And we need to represent ourselves well. Yep. And that's, you know, that's where I was getting at with what we post. And you're right, the social media stuff it, it is a big 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 following and you're going to get repercussions from things that you post or things that you say or things you put on as far as videos you get it all the time but it still gives you an effort and a a way to show what you enjoy and love doing and you know we we're we're posting stuff we Mm -hmm. post stuff dove hunting we post stuff of volleyball game you know Mm -hmm. playing volleyball And, and it's just on and on and on and it's like I said, we, we don't post all the graphic stuff that we could post you know, when we're tracking a deer or sitting there cleaning the doves to right. yeah, you know, prepare for dinner and yeah. stuff like that. Um, boy, that would be a huge backlash, I'm sure. You know, it would be a good idea for some of these companies that are involved in the hunting industry. And I hope, listen, I, I think uh, 
I think Under Armour's been Under Armour's been a tremendous asset to the hunting world, and I think they've done some great things, and I applaud them. There's some great people behind them, you know, Cameron Haynes, the Lakowskis, mm-hmm. uh, Jim, Jim Shockey. Shockey yeah. yeah, I mean, they've got some neat things going, and they've got some great clothing, and you know, I hope that, that they work through this, but, you know, what would be a good idea is, you know, they've got a lot smarter people, than so I'm, I want to acknowledge right, that right, first. Right, right, yeah. right. But there's a lot of companies that would be, a, it would be a good idea to sit down and say, all right, here are the people that we sponsor. Here's our company guidelines on what you can and right. can't post on social media, and we would like to, this is the ideas and morals that we would like to uh, reflect in the way that we speak um, uh, to the media even on social media, even the social aspects of media. So it might be a good idea, not only that we as hunters think about what we're saying, what we're doing, um, uh, always keeping in mind uh, uh, everybody in the world could possibly see this, but also as 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 companies that are involved in the hunting industry. Here's here's who we are, and we want to represent ourselves well because we care about the, the future generations, and we want to pass something down. Uh, that these guys can, uh, we can help grow hunting rights and privileges rather than cast a negative light and hurt ourselves. Yeah, and you know these these folks here at Bowman's, you know, they've been with Under Armour for a long time. Yes, they've been partners of theirs for uh, for years, and you think that they would understand and know what could and could not be posted. Mm-hmm. But they probably thought that would be mm-hmm. cool for them. Yeah. It would be a neat video for you yeah. Know, to show their product, and unfortunately, it, it turned around and backlashed on them. Yeah, and how they navigate that, you know, like I said, they've got a lot smarter people. Yeah, and I have no yeah. affiliation. And Under Armour is not involved with no, me at all. Never me have me been. And, and I just went with straight pure outdoor hunting camouflage company, True Timber Camo, and yeah, you know, they believe in live and breathe hunting. Right, and you know what? On the flip side, too. These companies that are involved that are blend over into both, right. uh, you know, the regular world and the hunting <laughs> world. If you believe in hunting and you believe it's right and you believe you don't have to apologize, you're going to have to stand up. Yes. I'm sorry, but it's just part of it. Yep. You're going to have to stand up and take a stance. Uh, how that all navigates, how you navigate all of that in uh, in, in every situation will be different, but you're going to have to take a stand. I mean, I know Under Armour is a well-known brand out here, and they 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 came into the world in regular life with you know exercising, working out, and jogging, and all this type of outfit. <laughs> jogging, but <laughs> you know, jogging up the side of the road yeah. like folks is do for exercise. It has Under Armour on their, <laughs> their shirts and shorts and whatever. But you know, they they seen a, an avenue in the outdoor world, and they chose to venture into it. And like you say, they should have set with their folks that they sponsor and endorsed that this is our guidelines and this is what we don't want to see or this is what we'd like to see. Mm-hmm. And yeah. know, that, that would have stopped a lot of this. But I can tell you, I'm not an advocate to be harmful to animals, to be disrespectful. No. I think you, and I think most hunters would fall in that category. We do more for conservation. Uh, we care about the prolification of different species and, and, Listen, as a parent, I want to educate my children. Mm-hmm. And this might not be for everyone, but when my oldest daughter was uh, probably first, second grade, I remember at school they showed them Bambi or, you know, one of the newer versions. <laughs> oh, here we go. And we came home and, and we began to talk. And, and what, what they didn't realize is they started to give human emotions to animals, right. which 
um, at that age, it's hard to, mm-hmm. to figure out the, the mommy deer and, you know, why would you shoot them? And so I said, okay, hey, let's jump in the truck. I'm going to go show you something. Yeah. And uh, I have some friends that own a processing plant. And so right out front, they have the cows, and they come up to a gate, and uh, they take care of the cow. Right. Bring it inside. They gut the cow. So basically, we went from a cow standing there mooing, looking at us, to mm-hmm. packaged in a wrapper and took a steak home and cooked it up. And, you know, that that's kind of hard to see. And, you know, not every kid's at that level at that age and some, some kids are older. But we need to realize Listen, we're eating this meat. When you go to the grocery right. store, let's not let's not let's not dehumanize. Let's not let's not take out okay, let's not dehumanize hunters and take out the fact that when you're sitting down and you're wearing leather shoes or you're eating a hamburger, uh the same thing happened. Exactly. Now, how that process took place might be different on either end. On either end it could have been, you know, less yep. humane. In, in the grocery store, uh, me, than it was in your... So we have to police ourselves. We have to cast imagers, hunters in the image of a good light. And we and we can't we can't do stupid things. You know, we've got to be careful. And I'm not saying those guys posted things that, that were stupid, but there's plenty of stuff out there. Right. I'm sure they had other videos and pictures that they could have posted that would have been less ridicule to some of the animal activists out there. Absolutely. And, you know, that... There again, we go like I say, policing what we post, and, and that goes with anything. It's not not just as hunters as as our kids. You know, you try to teach them what not to post. Mm-hmm. Um, these selfie videos or Absolutely. pictures that they put up, mm-hmm. and you know that's how they learn. And you, it's funny because my daughter, you know, if we're in the rodeo and she's twelve years old, we're just, thir- just turned thirteen, but she does this goat time where they run down on a horse, jump off, mm-hmm. grab the goat by the flanks, and throw him down and tie three legs together. It don't even bother that goat at all. Mm-hmm. Trust me, he gets untied. He jumps up and he's running around trying to get away again. You know, well, she was practicing, and here we go again. This is something that that might not be right, but there's a certain group that has rituals with goats. So, my daughter's sitting there. We she gets there, she picks out this little black goat that we're talking about, maybe buying to bring home for her to have and practice with and stuff. And she's sitting there, and she starts practicing with these other goats and about. 40 minutes, 45 minutes after there, this car pulls in, and this guy gets out, and he's from a different descent, and he comes up, talks to the owner that owns the farm that they're at practicing, and they walk off, and they go right to this black goat that my daughter picked out. So this guy's mother-in-law's coming into town, and it's a ritual of theirs to mm-hmm. celebrate mm-hmm. their in-laws or family coming into town to visit, and they prepare goat meat mm-hmm. for dinner. Mm-hmm. And that's part of their ritual mm-hmm. and she experienced that she mm-hmm. saw it all happen from walking mm-hmm. to in a bag going home mm-hmm. and but she understood the situation and understood yeah. what it was for yeah so that might not be your be your thing but at the end of the day eating frog legs which i like to do yeah may not I mean, be their bag either right so right. i mean but you know that was that group's religion that's what they did mm-hmm. and so she, you know it wasn't no hard feelings for us other than she lost a goat that she wanted to bring home. <laughs> <laughs> Just hearing you explain that. Heartbreaking to her. Yeah. Well, I could get in details about that because we wanted to, you know, police what I post. Yeah, So absolutely. Absolutely. You know, the third thing that kind of came to mind as I was going through this is how easy it is for people to attack companies. It is. Uh, and compartmentalize our lives. You can't, you just don't throw a blanket over every aspect of life and say, okay, 
this is this and this is that. For example, you can't say, okay, everybody that wears uh, a particular brand of clothing are soccer fans. Right. Everyone that wears Adidas is soccer fans. Because I'm sure there's people that are soccer fans who like to hunt. Mm-hmm. They're not just soccer yeah. fans. And surely people listening to this this podcast are people who yeah. like racing but also like, like to, hunt. to hunt. Yep. There's plenty of football players and, and fans alike who love yep. to hunt. Yep. You know, and so w- one of the things that, that, co- that, that I read in the article as they were coming down on this, this large company were saying, hey, you're going you're gonna to really hurt your, your fan base because your fan base is X, whether that be football players, athletes of any sorts, various models. But at the end of the day, man, we've got plenty of race car drivers who like to hunt. We've got plenty of athletes that, mm-hmm. that love to hunt and, and fish and love the outdoors. And so uh, we, can't, we, can't just, we can't be naive enough to believe that there are people who just there there's that we separate and make compartments for every individual aspect of life. Oh, he likes to fish, so he doesn't like he doesn't like right. basketball or because this person likes this, that means they're not gonna like hunting. Right. And there there's a lot of bleed over in that, which I mean I, I know that's painfully obvious, but at the same time when you sit down and read these articles, that that's one of the yeah. foundational pillars that they're gonna jump off of. That's it. And and you know, this Animal activists reached out to Under Armour and actually succeeded in what they were trying to do, and you know, and as a result, Under Armour's taking the heat from the hunters. So, as companies, you try to represent as an endorsee the best you can. Mm-hmm. And this guy spearing this bear, like I said, I don't have a desire to spear any kind of animal. One, because I can't throw a spear. <laughs> but this guy, he's, I mean, he's a huge. Yeah, javelin he's a, he's a javelin thrower. Thor, and yeah. he he's confident in what he's doing, and and I applaud him for what he did. He, right. he you know, he is a challenge. Bow hunting's a challenge. I know how challenging it is. I can imagine what throwing a spirit animals right like. Right. You know, to get to that distance to be able to mm-hmm. throw one, mm-hmm. and he done it and succeeded. He, did it. Mm-hmm. he sure did. Who knows? At the end of the day, man, we're just gonna have to. Um, uh, we live, we live Let's it. crash Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and Let's Snappy Chat, and all that stuff. Let's just go and crash it all. <laughs> we had to take care of all this. I was going to say, you know, as hunters, as you as you, as you may <laughs> protest this and think about, hey, it's well within your your choice and your right to go to another company. I mean, this is a great time to say True Timber is a great place to get your camo, uh, get your clothing, and but at the same time. Don't go too far in your complaints. No. Make sure you keep it right. Police yourselves. You don't want to buy their camo? I get it. I understand. Mm-hmm. Do something else. If you if you want to support them, that's fine. I understand where you're coming from on that as well. But we've, we've got to know that when we articulate our message, it needs to be articulated in a way uh, that makes sense and it's well thought out. And we're not we're not making ourselves look worse right. in our protest. Exactly. And yeah, you know, that's just if you if you think that it might get backlash, maybe you ought to think about. Not posting it. That's exactly yeah, right. If I think if I feel that I'm going to get responses from people that's not going to be so positive, then I may reword it or just yeah, or do it, something different. Yeah, calculate your cost. Is this particular time picture what I'm going to say? Is this worth it? Because there there are certain things, and th- and that goes back to these companies. They're gonna have to stand up and say, yeah, we believe in this, and they're gonna have to grow a backbone in yep, some of it they are absolutely and, you know so there's things that we can we can say okay if this is offensive i get it i understand i'm willing to take that risk but there's certain things that we're going like you right. say we're going way past that that limit and just 
let's just be let's just be offensive for for the sake of being offensive. That's not cool. Yeah, and I'm sure Under Armour, if it wasn't so probably some of the stuff hadn't been posted and may have been posted differently, Under Armour might have fought a little bit. Yeah. But then again, if they're if they're true outdoor enthusiasts and, and believe in their product and outdoors, then you'd think they'd fight for them anyway. Right. Absolutely. So, well, I guess that's about it. <laughs> that's all I got to say about that. You People got to just quit complaining. <laughs> quit complaining. I mean, get off of social get off media. Of social quit media. ruining my life. Except yeah. for. I would love to hear people's comments on this particular one. Here's the one question I would ask people on social media. Think about this. Where's the limit? Where's the line? Okay, so if we outlaw spear hunting, is bow hunting bow next? Hunting is legal, yeah. Uh, well, what about what about uh, centerfire rifles? Are we going to start beefing up on that caliber? What about shotguns? What about right. what about cutting? Back? I mean, so you think about urban hunting in in some urban hunting environments. It's it's archery only. Mm-hmm. Where where are we going to go with this? Where does it stop? And we can't we can't say okay, let's make everything legal, so no, that nobody infringes on our rights. But there's got to be some common sense. Mm-hmm. And it's like I said, in urban areas, you, it's, it's impossible to shoot a gun, so they allow mm-hmm. you to shoot a boat. Right. So it's it's a safer method, and it still lets the outdoor enthusiast be able to hunt in mm-hmm. the areas that he only has to hunt. That's right. So check your local state game laws. Uh, if if you're if you don't like attempting laws, that, vote. Yeah, vote. <laughs> Show up and vote. <laughs> All right, we're going way out left field here. So how did that happen? Yeah, imagine. <laughs> it's me involved, right? <laughs> I think I'm gonna <laughs> dream about this goat story later on. That was just great. Yeah, it was, it was, it was really walked that tightrope going across that story. That was good. Well, I did it right. <laughs> I guess we'll hear about it. Hey, Junior Nation. Now more than ever, exclusive, entertaining, and free content from the world of Dale Earnhardt Jr. is no further away than your fingertips. It's all thanks to Dale Jr.'s Dirty Mo' Radio presented by Exalta. All eight Dirty Mo' Radio podcasts are available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and of course, DaleJr.com. So whether you're at home, at work, in the gym, on the run, or just hanging out, Dirty Mo' Radio gives Junior Nation its newest and most versatile way yet to plug directly into the world of Earnhardt anytime, anywhere. Well, folks, that does it for this week's Earnhardt Outdoors here at the Azalta Studio. We want to thank Azalta for its continued support and urge you to head over to azaltaracing.com to check out photos and news on the Azalta number 88. If you haven't heard already, Jeff Gordon and Alex Bowman will be filling in for Dell in the number 88 for the rest of the 2016 season as he recovers from concussion-like symptoms. Yeah, I always thought he had a concussion just growing up, but <laughs> I guess now it's been proven. Yeah. But anyway, be sure to visit com every week for all the news. You know, we, we, we joke about that, and, uh, you know, I talked to Dale Jr. a little bit last week, or we texted back and forth, and... You know, I'm just ready to see him get back in the car. I'm glad he's focused on his health. And, you know, we love him and we care about him so much we can make, you know, we kind, make kind of light. Comments. But at the same time, man, we're just, uh, I'm just ready to see him get back in the car and, and be bouncing back. And, you know, that's, uh, yeah, that's a tough, that's a tough one. I'm it glad is. he's making the right call. He's, and he's, he's strong doing this because, you know, I know, and you know, as a driver and, and your heart is into that's right. racing as much as his is. It's, it's it's a big step for him. Absolutely. And you know, I I applaud him for it because I want to see him get better. I don't want to see him take the chances and risks because right. it could happen with this situation he's had. 
But on another note, we are getting ready to go somewhere <laughs> together, and I'm excited about that. Good. Me and him and a couple of guys are going to go hang out. So Good. I'm excited about that and can't wait for it. Good. Well, just uh, stay out of trouble. And once again, I want to thank everyone for listening in to this week's Earnhardt Outdoors podcast. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw one more thing. I'm going to throw it out there again, Gary. I want to say this. Let's do it. If you would go to our social media, all right, Earnhardt Outdoors, Twitter, Facebook, it's at Earnhardt Outdoors. Tell us where where do you feel like the line is. Give us some feedback. What do you think spear hunting? Is it too much? Is it is it do we need to open up more? Uh, if they were to outlaw spear hunting, would bow hunting be next? Give us your thoughts. Yes. And then as we go forward, you know, we're we're getting into the hunting season. Start sending us some of your pictures. We'll post some pictures and give us any feedback on some stuff you'd like to hear about as we move into the hunting season yeah show us some of the trophies you're going to be chasing this year there you go i want to see some good ones i ain't been seeing it at my house so <laughs> i'm ready to see something good i got a couple of big does it's gonna make some good back straps yeah, I, got some big does. I got some does with a little dark different <laughs> colors on them so yeah. that's interesting well good times well, good man. times hank thanks for joining me here on our outdoors and look forward to seeing you next time a couple of weeks here all right buddy all right take care Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. Hey everyone, this is TJ Majors, host of Door Bumper Clear. Join fellow spotter Brett Griffin and I every Tuesday as we recap the race from our point of view. We will also answer questions from you, the fans, with our segments, Ask DBC, right here on Dirty Mo' Radio.